So. <laughs> Buttons? I should probably... On your underpants? What? You ever heard that? What? <laughs> when I was little and, and I would say, so, my mom would go, buttons on your underpants? <laughs> you never heard that? No. No. So, buttons no. on your underpants? <laughs> really? No. Yes. Really? No. Yes. Really. <laughs> that's, that's, there aren't buttons on my underpants. Are it's there like buttons a, on your underpants? It's like a thing. Yes. Sometimes there are buttons on underpants, like buttons like in the front. Not like to unbutton your underpants, but like a decorative button. I mean, yeah. Andy got it. Andy got sew buttons on his underpants. You got it too? See? 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 It's a phrase. Listen, we've already said before, I wish Maureen would adopt (laughs) me sometimes. So maybe if she had or would, then I would know things like sew buttons on your underpants. Sew buttons on your underpants. But no, I don't. I think it was a thing... That she would say to like discourage me from saying so all the time. Cause it was more of like a, if I sassed her and was like, so, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Not like the so dot dot right, dot that, dot filler that thing. That there's a really good story coming next. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So buttons on my underpants. <laughs> um, but. Other than that, did you know that the most violent weapon on earth is the table oh, fork? Fuck. No, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. Go on. Uh yeah, this this was a thing that I saw on the internet. Okay. Um uh, it's I'm gonna send you guys the photo. I took a screenshot and you in order to get the full picture, you can't quite see where I saw it, but you can you Got can it. see it enough to figure it out. Okay. Ooh, bing. Okay, hold on. Let me see. Oh. 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 Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. I now oh, I now understand the context of what you're yeah. saying. I I was <laughs> I was really looking forward to you giving me the facts and details behind the fork truly being the most violent weapon. No, no, unfortunately, it's not that no, you're good. Being, um, uh, you're being silly or, you know. Well, I'm well, not. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a whole thing. Um, it, it's vegans being kind of crazy. Yeah folks um just something that i saw and i was like that's the aggressive kind of stuff and i mean the other thing is this particular source that i found it at is already a vegan group so again it's kind of like who are you talking to right right like most of your audience is already vegan so we don't need to we don't really need to be spoken to about this um and then if they're not also i don't think that this is the way to go about yeah. it, the, especially considering the violent, violent things that are going on nowadays. Now, granted, I am not saying that the slaughter of animals is not a violent thing. Right. Right. Um, I don't know. I guess it's like the murdering of Jews that's sticking out in my brain right now with a gun that I find to be. Right. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm a little bit like, I feel I'm a little bit of oddly offended by this. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's um stuff like this too. Kind of, I feel like takes away from the seriousness and, and the actual things that are happening, like to your point, what just happened in Pittsburgh and everything like things like, Posting something like that, a picture of a fork with a, you know, an animal on it and having a vegan stance saying that's the most dangerous weapon on earth or whatever is, is demeaning. Like that's, it's, it's an inappropriate mm-hmm. time. I feel like to be posting something like that. And also if we want to get literal, the fork isn't the weapon, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's also not a factual meme or, or whatever you want to call it. Like what, what that's depicting isn't even what you're pairing it with words wise so it's mm-hmm. i don't know it's one of those like hurting more than helping situations yeah. like, I, get, I get your point i get what you're trying to say but maybe say it a little differently i don't know i don't know yeah i agreed agreed Jeez. 
Yeah, so I saw that today and I was like, oh, hmm, that's a thing. Um, Let's see, other funny things that I found on the internet. I'm not sure. So you know how sometimes you can't, you read something, you're like, is this person joking or is this person serious? In the cannibal mm-hmm. feast that we're, uh, there was something posted in that particular group uh, that said. I think I saw it. Yeah, I did. Did you Let's see it? On. Is this person I don't joking? Think so. <laughs> Pretty sure that's serious. Okay, so it says this is what occultists do. Illuminati. I don't know who this other name is. Maria Abramovich. Yeah, no it is evil and you invoke evil to participate in this, even if it is vegan. <laughs> and then in the comments, a protective invocation to my most high for those who lay down with beasts this day. They don't know. What's the name? The Maria someone or other? <laughs> Maria A-B-R-O-M. O-V-I-T-C-H. She is. She's a performance artist, but this can't be the same person because why would that? Wait, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And again, one of those things where I'm like, is this a joke? Like, is this person being like, ha ha, occultists, you know, eat humans. Where is this serious? She's a perform. She's a she's. Oh, okay. So she's a, a performance artist, but she's considered, I guess, pretty controversial um, because she does a lot mm. of. Obviously, I'm looking at Wikipedia. Um, she she has some like some people have interpreted things that she's done um, to be related to like satanic rituals and um, cult and things mm. like that, because she, I guess, does a lot with linking. Um, I don't know. It says uh, she pioneered a new notion of identity by bringing in the participation of observers, focusing on confronting pain, blood and physical limits of the body. So it sounds like she has some interesting interpretations that like, of course, people who are made uncomfortable by that might interpret a little bit strange. To be honest, her this Wikipedia is not giving me much and I don't know anything about her. Maybe there's more to it, but I don't know. So someone else, after I screenshotted this little nugget, someone said, did you mean Marina Abramovic and the ridiculous, if highly imaginative slander spread by her fellow performance artist, Alex Jones? Thanks for your well-informed concern. That's exactly what I'm reading about. Um, That woman, Marina um, Abram, I don't know how you pronounce her last name. (laughs) Um, And then the controversy says that um, the, the, da, 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 um, she um it was interpreted by conspiracy theorist alex jones as an invitation to satanic ritual and presented by jones and others as proof that hillary clinton had links with the occult (laughs) so (laughs) so I i don't know who alex jones is um conspiracy theorist alex jones he hosts a show called the alex jones show which airs on the genesis communication network so that sounds legit Um, Mm. oh fuck this guy he is one of the people who promoted the idea that sandy hook was a conspiracy theory fuck that guy yeah lovely anyway (laughs) i don't want to give that guy another breath Mm -hmm. Hmm. well then anywho you know um, speaking of people doing shitty things should we discuss that article that i sent you oh yeah (laughs) we should do that okay great nope nope so someone gets to be surprised by it i I needed to know right so taken back by it when michaela sent it to me i was like um i don't know if i can save this (laughs) i think it needs to be shared right now um Hey, hey Michaela. So, she listened. That's okay. It's no big deal. Oh my God. <laughs> um I feel like I know. So I'm gonna have um, to have a discussion Sunday, with her. Though, so maybe that'll be her like first official unofficial episode. Um, so this That's article true. is from BuzzFeed. It's entitled Um This Vegan Journalist Pitched to the Waitrose Waitrose. I'm not sure how you pronounce that, Food Magazine. And the editor replied proposing a series about killing vegans. 
So it sounds like um, the editor of this food magazine, um, Waitrose is how maybe you pronounce it. Um, This guy's name is William Sitwell. He's the editor of this magazine. He suggested a series about killing vegans and force feeding them meat in an effort to expose their hypocrisy in a response to a vegan freelance journalist pitching work to the publication. So... Food journalist Celine Nelson said that the hostile response came last week after she suggested a plant-based meal series to sit well. Um, the food and recipe publication uh, for the Waitrose Food Magazine, the food and recipe publication for the upmarket British supermarket chain. Um, so I guess her resp- his response to her was, hi, Celine. Thanks for this. How about a series on killing vegans one by one? Ways to trap them, how to interrogate them properly, expose their hypocrisy, force feed them meat, make them steak and drink red wine. I don't know why drinking red wine is a punishment, but after being contacted by BuzzFeed News, Sitwell apologized to anyone who has been offended or upset by this. Um, A spokesperson said that he has gone too far. They even have like a copy and paste um, of the email. So that's cool. I'm what I what I need to know, what I feel like I need to know in this is how are they gonna follow up with this guy? Cause like Yeah. Like what is it gonna be like a slap on I the wrist and that's know. it? It says, um, after Nelson asked Sitwell about his personal opinions about vegans and vegan food, he replied, I like the idea of a column called The Honest Vegan, a millennial's diary of earnest endeavor and bacon sandwiches. So, like, I don't know what this guy's problem is. It's as if he, like, doesn't, I I don't know why he's, like, so mad, but it's almost as if he, like, doesn't, talking about vegans being hypocrites and and a, an honest journal of a millennial's endeavor or whatever and bacon sandwiches. It sounds like he like doesn't believe that vegans are vegan or something. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't believe that you can like live a vegan life. Like you must eat meat. You must be lying or something. I don't know. It's weird. Really weird. So it looks like I'm now yeah. I'm going through the comments of that article and people are making the arguments like, if there's no need to be hateful, why do vegans attack butcher shops and steal cattle and riot outside people's stores? So, <laughs> I mean, the thing yeah. is, this is complicated because he's right. not wrong. He's not directly threat. Like, so, like, let's say, you know, we go, I don't, I mean, I don't know how many vegans attack butcher shops, but let's say they stand outside with right. buckets of red paint and throw red paint on it and stuff maybe the people inside do feel threatened for their lives i don't i don't know is it that different then i mean i don't yeah, know i i guess like i don't know my response to that would be if somebody if somebody approached him in an aggressive way and he responded with aggression then i get that but she did right but she was just hey, like no, she, she was, was just like, doing it from hey, a business. How about we make a show about killing vegans? And she's like, "What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, if I, I guess in those situations, like at restaurants or butcher shops or whatever, when there's people who are getting aggressive and throwing paint and and picketing and all of that, and the restaurant owner responds with the same kind of aggression, like I get that. I get. I understand that. You know, agreeing with it is a whole other conversation, but I understand mm-hmm. it. His response seems like a little out of left field and also just why are you mad? Like, why are you so against this? Especially it sounds like this is a British publication. I feel like the the vegan scene is, mm-hmm. is pretty up and coming. It's like a pretty big thing over in the UK. So I would think that your f- personal feelings aside, you would recognize like something that might bring more readers to your paper. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And there's a lot of people who um, in the comments are like, I don't know what this guy's problem is. Yeah. Like, I'm not vegan and this is aggressive. And there's only there's very select few that are making the arguments that they were like, well, what about the aggressive vegans? Most people are like, you know, this was completely uncalled for. It doesn't matter what it like is about threatening someone like that when you're just like, hey, here's this idea. And someone yeah. kind of being like, oh, 
yeah. what if we do this instead about killing people? Just been like, like, hey, you know what? what? I don't like your idea because I think vegans are hypocrites and this is why. You know what I mean? He didn't have to like flip out. Right, right. <laughs> he could have just been like, no, I don't like this and this is why, you know? Yeah. But. Yeah, that's. It was kind of crazy when you sent me that. I was like, yeah, I think I'm the, sorry. those were Michaela's exact but... words. I think she was like, "What WTF? Like, I'm sorry. What is this?" And and then I read it and was like, "What is this?" And had to send it to you. Yep. Mm-mm. Yep. Don't get it. Do not understand. What? Oh man! You know what I realized? <laughs> Nobody knows what they're. We're listening 16 to. minutes in. Is that is that like average for how long it takes? You think? No, we've gotten a lot better in the past few uh, episodes. I feel like we were on top of it, um, at least well, like 10 minutes in. I don't know. But well, Andy didn't right. send the angry you're text right. either. And so really, got, isn't like, it Andy really that's right slacking? It with some, some great topics. So it's fine. <laughs> I mean, again, we're the talent. So we're just kind of here to well, like right. do shit that's and right. people got to keep us in line. You know? So Andy's slacking. <laughs> uh, I don't know what we pay him for. <sighs> Uh, Rough. anyway <laughs> well any anyways yes. um this is the v-spot podcast which you would think by now yeah you got to figure out it's vegan so v vegan i don't know why did what did you stumble across thinking this was if you don't know i mean i could see again how, i could see how the I don't just know. the name the v-spot might be a little misleading that's that was sort of our intention right but like once read the description you know what this you know right you know what you're dealing with or once you (laughs) listen to it for 16 minutes you know what you're you know what you're in for so like does it if i don't say it right away does Uh, it make a difference well just (laughs) andy says it does uh, this is a vegan a vegan podcast a vegan uh ish vegan adjacent ish vegan v Yes, Vigason. Vigason? V. V. We'll make it happen. happen. That's what we do here at the <laughs> spot. Um, uh, you know, we talk about vegan stuff. Right, and people right. being dirtbags. <laughs> Vegans, non vegans, against humans, Vigason. against animals. Oh, good one! Vigason. Yes, Andy. Oh, thank you, Andy. Yeah. See, he redeemed himself for not reminding yes. us to do things properly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is why we this is why we will continue to pay him. Yeah. Um Yeah. 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 Vegan podcast. Good stuff. Hello. Oh, um, that's Kat. And, and I'm Danny. Yes. Danielle. Um I, I do just want to say really quick, I, I definitely don't want to go off on a 42 minute tangent or anything, but I do. <laughs> well, that means here it goes, folks. You no, might want to fast forward 42 minutes. Thinking about you... it, like all ever since Friday, I do just want to like <laughs> revisit for one second my outrageous response to the family cloth. <laughs> Because I could not stop laughing listening to that episode because I was so shocked and dismayed by what you were bringing to me that I I just I truly did not mm-hmm. understand that this was like multiple cloths like a stack of cloths I was envisioning one cloth <laughs> that like hangs on a towel rack. <laughs> It is communal. And that is like why I was so upset. I mean, I still don't like the idea, but I just wanted to clarify because listening to that episode, I could not stop laughing and I couldn't pull it together. And then I was like, oh God, these people probably think I'm so stupid that I couldn't grasp the idea of a family cloth. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're ruining the illusion. That's people think we're funny. even if they think we're stupid we're entertaining it's like listening to your dumb friends and you're like who the fuck ties your shoes in the morning that's why you're not doing it yourself i'm thinking about it i don't really wear shoes with shoelaces (laughs) andy helped me zip my boots this morning my shoes and go about my day (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, that gives y'all a real thing. So did you have a no, come to Jesus not. and um, I have still a family clock now? Don't want to get on the family clock train. <laughs> um however, I recognize okay. that my reaction was a little wild. <laughs> I yeah, just no, wish it was real. called the family like, I mean, I, I understand where my confusion came from. Like, it was an easy mistake to make, especially because when you were reading back the article, she that that author kept calling it cloth, like singular, and so that's confusing. <laughs> it it made it seem like there was one communal cloth, and I just like, couldn't understand how that could be true, especially when she started talking about how she welcomes her friends and family to use the cloth. I didn't understand. I just didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess you don't call it toilet paper. So you call it true. toilet paper. But, but so, so you would the say same thing. like a piece of toilet paper. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Cause like, I'm thinking like paper comes That's in like true. individual paper, you know? I don't know. I'm just trying, I'm trying to justify my, and I mean, well, my I don't know. Like, okay. Well, like what if, what if you were in a public restroom and you were out of toilet paper oh my God. and I'm you needed to ask the person next to you and you were reaching underneath, you wouldn't be like, may I have singular toilet paper, a toilet paper, a piece. You'd say, can I have some toilet paper? I don't know. Ugh. It's just complicated. Yeah. Um, I've heard some, I don't actually, oh I God, don't I think anyone's reached out to me and said they have a family cloth. I had one person say they were considering it. And then we had Sean say, um, that yeah, bidet, he's team bidet. bidet. I, I've actually had several to, people tell was, me they were team um, bidet. Like 16 or so when I went to Italy with my, uh, girlfriend growing up, Maddie and her family, they took me to Italy and everywhere we stayed in Italy had a bidet. And I just remember thinking it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> it was just so great yeah mm -hmm. still the coolest thing ever yeah so anyways I think that's that's it but I mean if anyone does have family clothes yes uh I guess let us know how that goes because otherwise we could talk another 40 minutes this about is what I mean like I'm not trying to go down like else. a path but or whatever I just after listening to the episode, I had some feelings and I just wanted to revisit and clarify that like I'm not a complete idiot. Not complete. I said not complete. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. Oh goodness. Um I'd uh, like to talk, so what about, do you talk about um I mean so much <laughs> do you mean like like for this episode or just like in life I mean we could do both isn't that technically what we're doing anyways like isn't this yeah just us talking to each other yeah. and oh shit there's a mic in front of us suddenly and oh we're on recording yeah. you know um, Jesus people in London are listening to us how the hell did that happen so I mean I guess you can just talk about whatever you want life stuff but it's probably going to be recorded and people might think you're an idiot if you say the wrong thing. Yeah, who cares? I don't care. But they're strangers, strangers, so like who gives a fuck? I'm an idiot every day. It's fine. Same. So any, anywho. So, so let's talk about with our um, anniversary Woo! episode coming up. That means it's been another year of us being vegan i mean my That's my cool. vegan anniversary is sometime in october it's like the month of october i'm pretty sure so what 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 keeps you vegan for this long i think that's an important thing that we should talk about because i had some i had a yeah. little bit of like an aha moment or a realization uh, the other day myself yeah let me hear your so, realization because what i think my answer you want to hear my realization as deep as yours okay <laughs> <laughs> I like the food. The food like is me. good. That's Kat's answer. Um, <laughs> like the food? Yes. There. Is that you? I feel like that was you. Couldn't tell the difference just then. Um, okay. So at the sanctuary, because Andy and I did our engagement photo shoot at Farm Sanctuary, which was like, ugh, it was amazing. It was cold and rainy, so that wasn't amazing. Um, but we got to cuddle all of the animals. Um, 
and go into the sheep barn, Aww. which they have like, oh, I don't know, a bajillion sheep. Um, they were not scared. Um, and that's what was particularly amazing is so many sheep are have that sheep mentality. And, you know, one gets scared and they all kind of like, you know, herd away. Uh, they didn't. Some of them did. But some of them came right up to me like dogs do so and nice. would not let you stop petting them. Like would not. We would be in the middle of trying to take a picture and you would feel this like kind of kick from behind because they'd be kicking you if you weren't petting them and not like hard kicks, just exactly like a, a yeah. cat would scratch at a door or a dog would scratch at something to get into it. They would just kind of like be like pawing and kind of kicking you to get your attention. And they were Aww. on me. Like one of them was trying to be a lap sheep literally. And I was like, I can't, where are you going? And they were just so big and squishy. Um, and one of them rubbed so far into Jesse's face. I think it was part of her body. Um, it was just, it was amazing. but. We saw this, um, this little lamb. Uh, how old is she? Six weeks? Six months? Months? Yeah, okay. I was going to say the number six is sticking out to me. Um, six months old. And they had just put her outside in her little pasture kind of area. And they're like, just kind of watch one of the um, animal care staff was saying to our guy, like, just kind of watch her for a minute if you're going to be here in case she tips over and can't get back up because her back legs didn't grow um right like the tendons and stuff so she has a little wheelchair that she normally uses um but they let her out to like exercise her legs and help her try to grow and be able to function and her name was sophie i want to say and she's wearing a little sweater too and it was like the cutest little thing to see and then in talking to our guide she said how the farmer recognized that she was a runt and was just gonna leave her there to die yeah um and I had one of those very vegan moments. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, look at this. Yeah. Look at this cute little. And she made the little like noise, the very, very tiny little lamb noises, like the cutest little thing. Um, and just kind of hobbling around. And she didn't fall over at all. She was very strong. Um, and I was just so disgusted and disturbed by anyone wanting to either directly bring harm to someone like her or indirectly by just kind of leaving her and letting her go do her own thing. Um, I just, I just got kind of like, I saw red for a second. I was just so angry. Um, But then it like that kind of bypassed. And I was like, this is why I'm vegan. This is what keeps me being vegan is seeing things like this. You know, the, the trips, I don't go to sanctuaries often. Hopefully now that I'm on a little more of a regular schedule um, with work and stuff, I can, go more places but i don't know like that's what keeps me vegan is seeing seeing those little happy stories but at the same time keeps the reality for me um without being too aggressive because i don't i'm not a big believer in being like i need to watch all the slaughter videos and all of the really intense things because i already know that's the reality it's like that it's seeing those people who have been saved, um, who have those stories that keeps me vegan. Cause it's like, I don't know. She's why I do it. Like it really makes, she's a she to me. It took a while. Right. And sometimes it confuses people. Cause I say, right. this is my favorite human or, Oh, I met this person today and I'm talking about an animal. Not so. Yeah. That's why things like that's kind of what keeps me vegan, even when times are tough and I can't do a drive through beyond burger, like you said, or, you know, I go out and it's like I can have fries. It's just those little moments, those little things, those gentle reminders of like, hey, I'm here, you know, without her saying that, that's what she did for me. So, yeah things like yeah, that that was um, my that was my moment I, the other day yeah, I relate to that it's I feel yours. like that's what you know those moments would come being at Catskill and anytime I've gone to Woodstock and things like that I still remember very very clearly the f- first tour I ever took at Catskill Animal Sanctuary it was with a tour guide named Christian and I can remember when he told um, Mario and Audrey's story I just remember crying like just standing there and crying because it just it, it it just like touched you so, so much. And even I think the handful of tours after that, for like the years after that, I was still going and taking tours from different people. Every time I heard the stories, it always made me cry a little bit because it's both so heartbreaking 
that these animals are, are experiencing this. But then there's the side that you're talking about mm-hmm. where you get to feel really good because those animals are there with you and they're the lucky ones who survived. And, you know, they're, they're the ones who see a very different fate from the billions, literal billions that don't see that same fate. And I think that that's part of what it is for me. You know, unfortunately, I don't have those moments every single day because I don't get to snuggle a pig or a sheep or a cow every single day as much as I wish that I could. But, um, you know, I think those are are definitely like the bigger, Mm -hmm. closer to home moments for me too that make me be like, oh, right, you know, like, you are doing this for someone and something bigger than yourself, right? I think that's so much of it is that there's so little that that I feel like I can actually do, mm-hmm. you know, to make a difference, like, my choices are, are making somewhat of a difference doing this podcast, I hope is making somewhat of a difference. But Sometimes it feels like there's so little that you can actually do to make a difference, except for when you're at a sanctuary and you're actually with the animals who are benefiting from the difference that you're trying to make, right? So I think that's like definitely one of the more powerful experiences that you can have that keeps you vegan. Well, because it's like, you know... That's almost like a direct thing. So you're able to look at, you know, someone like Mario or Audrey or or Sophie or any of them who have been rescued and you can be like, wow, me not eating bacon is saving this person. Like you can literally make, you already know it. If you're, we're talking about things that keep us vegan, um, you're already vegan. You already know it. But it's just that little yeah. like light bulb again. It's like, oh yeah, I'm doing this for her because my choice directly impacts her brother, her sister, you know, her distant cousin, whatever the case may be. You can whereas like yeah. I don't know, it's it's a lot harder when there's so many well, things going you know, on in the world honest, that the, are terrible the other that side you can't that, make that the connection much with. Much more awful to think about side of that is the side that I experience. I've experienced, I think, like the last month or so worth of driving home from your house after podcasting and driving past a transport vehicle. It happens almost every night when I drive drive home from your house. Seeing that, yeah. the other day, Mike and I went to Iron Roost for breakfast and we drove past that um, farm on Route 67 or whatever it is, you know, the one with all the chickens out front, um, except right now that field is full of turkeys. And I just like mm-hmm. immediately started crying, like seeing that things like that, the other side of it, the side of where you're unfortunately seeing the ones that aren't going to be saved. Like that also is a big mm-hmm. thing for me that I'm like, this is why you're doing this because so many people aren't doing this, <laughs> you know, that while we may be the minority right now, you know, it's, you have to right. I feel like this is one of those things where I do have faith and it's, you know, you can kind of equate that to to religious feelings where people have faith that something better is out there and something better will come. And I guess that's what this is for me, that like you have to believe that change is coming and you're part of the beginning, you know, which is a cool thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an amazing feeling. You're part of the movement. Yeah. Um, And I mean, changing little minds here and there, um, having one of your picky friends ask for your butternut squash mac and cheese recipe which by the way you missed out on some amazing mac and cheese that i made um but can you do both i was thinking about (laughs) it but don't you want me to make stuffing (laughs) oh definitely i will quit my job and i'll just make all the food um i probably could though um but having someone who's you know relatively picky eater be like I need this recipe that was fucking amazing those things keep me vegan as well because we see the other side of it you see those turkeys you think about the people who are you know dying Mm -hmm. because of a tradition or the people who are letting other people being the turkeys die um because of their idea of tradition but Instead of that, seeing that bad thing, then you turn around, you make a good dish for someone, and then you're like, oh, wait, maybe they're going to, maybe this is just clicking yeah. enough for them. And where then know, the I other, can influence uh, another person, and then I am changing that bad side of things. A little bit lately 
um, one of um, Mike's nieces is very lactose intolerant. Um, And when we were in Cape Cod, it was really cool to see her reaction. She's like seven or eight years old. And, and it was, it was really, it just, it was very heartwarming for me because she was actually able to eat things, you know, like this, this poor kid, she has to feel different in some way because she can't eat the things that the rest of her family are eating normally. Right. But then because I was there and I had vegan pizza and I had vegan grilled cheese and I had a vegan burger with cheese on it. And like, I had all these things, I had vegan milk, I had vegan yogurt and I had all these things that she was like, Oh, I can eat normally. And that's so cool. And then there was this one moment at the end of vacation where she was like, Kat, I'm really glad you came on vacation this year. And that was just really nice because just the fact that I was vegan and it gave her something to relate to, it just was very, very cool. And then um, just like recently in the last weeks, Mike's brother, mm-hmm. uh, her stepdad and Mike have both been telling me that like she's been, um, they've been trying to be completely dairy free to support her and, you know, what kind of things can I suggest? And I'm actually looking forward to um, so, like the holidays this year because she'll, well, I'll be able to share more stuff with her. And that's cool because she's so young, right? And granted, she's doing this because of medical reasons. Like she actually has a pretty severe allergy. That's It's a gateway though. I see that as like a way to make her feel supported. And when she's a little bit older and maybe can understand a little bit better the difference between why she doesn't eat dairy and why I don't eat dairy, that'll be a really cool conversation that I'll be able to have with her. So stuff like that is cool too. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. That's really cool. I actually, it's funny because I'm doing something similar for a coworker of mine who um, is dairy free. Mm-hmm. And what did I offer her? Oh, I offered her a piece of spelt cake the one day, and she's like, "Oh no, I can't." And you know, can't have dairy. And I was right. like, "Well, you know, right. she already knew." But I was, right. I try not to go into a place and you know fly my vegan flag because I don't want to be that asshole. Um, but I was like, you know, don't forget I'm vegan. It means it doesn't have dairy. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll try it. Fucking loved it. Same thing happened literally today. I was like, do you want one of these cookies? And she started to be like, oh, well. And I'm like, don't forget, vegan, dairy. And she's like, I literally keep forgetting because I never have anyone around me that can do this. And I'm like, yeah. So you never know, like, if I keep feeding yeah. these little things, like, who knows, maybe she'll go from just dairy free to vegan or even if she doesn't it's nice to have someone else around that even if it's a different reason an allergy versus a choice like mine it's still nice to be able to normalize things for someone else and be like because if she can't have dairy how often can she not have cookies and cake and chocolate around everyone else yeah and then you can be like no no i'm giving you this because you can have it and she's like oh shit that's awesome i'm like yeah that's right so it's kind of keeps me vegan to to be able yeah, to normalize sure. allergies and food choices for yeah, other people as well. Yeah, me too. I just love bread. Unless you're gluten-free and then I'm sorry because I eat I all the bread. I love it. <laughs> I feel for you. I really no. do. <laughs> it's I I could not really yeah. aid in that. Yeah, I was going to say I feel really yeah. bad for you because I can't that, aid like, in, in I guess that on the more um, like simpler – side of what keeps me vegan and you know this this it may not be a a popular (laughs) answer but quite honestly things that keep me vegan are like you and Michaela and Jordan and the other vegans in my life because I'm accountable to you guys you know what I mean like I made this choice and even if I ever for one second which I never would was like you know I think maybe like this is Mm -hmm. boring or whatever you know (laughs) you know because like I I, I think about Man, that all the time. I really like, want that things. turkey club like, I that I miss so much. Day. You know, I wish I could get a Beyond Burger at the drive-through. But while I would, you know, eating meat is not even a thing that I ever consider doing. Like that is an absolute like no 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 for sure not. I do sometimes have thoughts where I'm like I would love a mozzarella stick. Like <laughs> I just want mozzarella sticks or pizza. Yeah. Pizza. Like it would be so easy to just roll into Oof. I Love New York and get a slice of pizza when I have 15 minutes to spare between going places. How easy would it be if I could just get a cheese quesadilla or you know what I mean? Like things like that that I'm just like, not only do I crave mozzarella sticks, but just sometimes the ease of mm-hmm. things that I'm like, 
God, I wish that I could just, uh, right? not that I could, because I could, I could do it. I don't wish that I could do it because I could do it. It's, and I never would, but I could, you know what I mean? But it's more of like, a, I wish that things were different and I could get my version of these things or or whatever. But it, in those moments where I'm like, oh God, I just want goldfish. <laughs> or, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm trying to think like sour cream and onion chips. I'm trying to think of all the stupid snacks that I miss. Like things like that, that I'm like, oh God, I just want to eat this right now. Like it's those little moments where I'm like, no, no, no. Like stop being stupid. It, this is so petty. And again, like you're doing this thing that is so much bigger than you. You don't, you don't need that bag of goldfish. Like, stop it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. it's, it's yeah. nice to have people to commiserate with, you know, it's. Oh my God. I, I mean, used I to love um, have, Papa John's uh, like, pizza. Ugh, when I lived in New York, I used to, oh my God, the people at Papa John's like knew me. Yeah. <laughs> Like I used to go through Papa John's pizzas by myself all the time. I mean, I'm not proud of it, <laughs> but it is a thing that used to happen. But see, it's nice to yeah. have that, like someone else, like you keep me vegan because it's like, fuck, I miss yeah. it too. Because it's nice to have yeah. other realists. So other things keep me vegan is realistic vegans for me. And yeah. maybe, you know, someone else's perfect vegan is one of what we consider the crazy evangelical vegans or whatever. But like for me, like we're the perfect example of, I would fucking love that piece of pizza. Like I, I recognize that and I, I know it's stupid and I know there's other options out there, but it's nice to have you where I can be like, Hey, I um, fucking the way, wish that I could roll into Paisons and get that pizza and be like, you know what? I was a Papa John addict very specifically friendlies too like how exactly. you're very specifically craving papa john's i'm like i want yep. friendlies <laughs> Mozzarella. it's things like that or even just like the simple thing of not having yep. to read the ingredients on something i've never yep. seen before to see if there's whey in it you know like just being able to eat whatever i want to eat and again like these are very little problems in the grand scheme of things which is why i, I try not to pay them any mind but they do exist and I think that there are plenty of people or plenty of vegans out there who, if you're like, oh God, I really miss pizza. I really miss this. I really miss that. They would side eye you and and judge so hard. But being able to have these conversations and be like, oh God, I wish that there was a equivalent vegan version of this. Because sure, there are vegan mozzarella sticks, but there are no vegan mozzarella sticks that taste like a Friendly's mozzarella stick. No. Or like uh, even at the place I went to after work today, one of um, the girls I was with got mozzarella sticks. And I was like, those look so good. And then I'm like, but do they? Because (laughs) they're not stringing the right way cheese shit. And then I was like, is that vegan cheese? (laughs) It's like, I bet that it's not even dairy cheese there. Um, But yeah, it's not not necessarily the same thing you're craving. But it's people to keep you in track. I mean, not only that, but do you know what else we have to keep us vegan? Uh, (laughs) One billion people across the globe who listen to us. I know. That's right. Our fans keep us vegan because it's really hard to have a vegan podcast if you're not vegan. vegan Are the people who have gone vegan because of me in some way. You know what I mean? Like, that's a very cool thing. Like, uh, I think about Kelsey all the time. I hope Kelsey listens to this podcast because I adore her and I miss her so much. But I think about her and like she has says she actually just sent me a card not that long ago, like thanking me for Mm -hmm. helping her and all of that. And it just was so nice. And like how Boo said that we helped them go vegan and the the listener that emailed us that her mom went vegan because of something we said, like uh, stuff like that. It's like, Jesus. Like, that's so freaking cool. Like, who am I? You know what I mean? I'm like some, I'm sitting with like 50 cats on my lap mm-hmm. right now. Like, <laughs> just like this weirdo <laughs> with our heated blanket and 50 cats and people are like listening to what I have to say. <laughs> um, yeah, do it. It's, it. we have another one of those, by the way. You want to just, yes. I'm going to insert her there because that's a good segue. Um, people who keep us vegan are people like Carissa. So cool. Um, and we, we got this email today, a new listener 
so hello from all the way across the U.S., Washington State, which is quite literally all across the U.S. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. Ooh, we should go visit there. Yeah, we should. That's where Boo is. That's near where Kelsey is. We should totally go out Oh, my there. God. We should go. Yeah. Um, stumbled across your podcast last week on iHeartRadio and have been binge listening to you guys on your .fm ever since. I, too, share your love of Wayfair. Yes, that's that's correct. Carissa, you should. Um, though I hear Violife is amazeballs. Violife is amazeballs. Oh, God, yeah, it is. I am happy that Whole Foods has Violife, but I'm not because I literally do not understand why they don't have the mozzarella. I know. Like, of all of the cheese to have... Why would they not have the mozzarella? I don't know. But anyways, um, she continues on to say, just wanted to say hello. Thanks for your podcast. You keep me company while working, and I feel like I have vegan friends. Vegan is almost a bad word in my hometown. Keep making awesomely entertaining content. Heart Carissa. Uh, P.S. I think Danny should look into the episode of Fringe with Butterflies, well or not, because it might make the fear worse. LOL. Um, so I'll just address the butterfly thing. Um, I read that to Andy prior to recording this and because I didn't remember it, but we did both. We watched together all of Fringe. So I've seen it. And I I was thinking like when I read the email, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot that was a show. And that was a show that I loved. um, Me too. Fringe was fucking amazing. I I was like, I can't even believe that I I haven't thought of that show in so long, but I loved Mm -hmm. that show. Kind of made me want to go back and rewatch it. It was so good. Um, and Andy specifically reminded me of the episode with the butterflies where they like fly out and like attack someone and cause them to jump out a window. So just want to point out that a realistic scientific show such as fringe would not lie about something like butterflies. (laughs) So the proof is in the vegan pudding, my friends, they're deadly. I mean, that's it. That's my, I will take a minute to jump off my pedestal now on the butterfly issue and uh, (laughs) back to what keeps us vegan. Um, Things like that. We've gotten a lot of feedback, like um, similar to what Carissa said that like, I feel like I listen to my friends when I'm listening to you guys. Thanks for keeping me company. Like, I feel like I'm having people to hang out with because a lot of people that say that are also from places they're like Kiki in Wyoming. Or Carissa in Washington, like places that are like, yeah, vegan's not really a thing around here. So it's nice to find who what we consider kind of like friends. Yeah. I'm like, man, that's it's you guys who keep me vegan because that's just that's fucking cool, especially with this kind of thing now. Like, I feel like I have friends across in the country. Yeah, it's very cool. Every time I see an email come over, I'm like, it, it's, it just never gets old. It's always just the coolest thing. It's like, stop what you're doing. Answer the yeah. email now. So, yeah. Uh, uh. I'm trying to think. I wish I had a funny song. I was going to be like, man, and I'm also vegan just to piss someone off. But I don't think that's the case. All my friends are really nice and understanding great about it. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, when I first went vegan, it was, I feel like it was a, a bit of a, I'll say challenge with my family and um, not really with friends because Michaela went vegan at the same time and Jordan was vegan. And so I had a a good circle of people already, but it was a bit of a challenge with family and there have been some challenging moments since, but I feel like every time a situation with seems like it's, it's going to be problematic. Like people aren't going to understand it at Christmas and people are going to give me crap and this and that and this and that it's for me, at least it's always kind of like simmered out and it's always kind of gone in this direction where people actually end up asking questions and they're like, well, do you eat this? And what about this? And have you tried this? And tell me about this. I've always wanted to try this, but I didn't know anyone. And you know what I mean? Like you end up starting off as maybe the butt of the joke, but then it sort of moves towards like, everybody, everybody wants to know something from you. Like everyone has a question and they want to talk to you about this thing that they've considered, but don't want to admit that they've considered, but now they know someone who's doing it. So they feel like they can talk to you. Like they, I feel like it kind of opens up doors sometimes and that's cool too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Makes me feel important yes. in that way as well. Yes. And you know that I love to feel important. 
That's right. Or yes. special. I like to feel both of those. People things. like, ooh, like when I was at the tour in Disney and, you know, I said we, Andy and I ate plant-based and everyone went, ooh. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, great. I didn't know it was that big of a deal, but yeah, ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, that too. Oh. And it's more fun. It keeps me vegan too. But oh, well, yeah. I was I thinking about that because before I was vegan, I i mean, I don't eat the greatest now, but before I was vegan, I like did not, I, I mean, I wouldn't have even considered eating a lot of the things that I eat now. And I don't even mean like seitan and, and substitutes. I mean like certain vegetables, certain fruits, certain mm-hmm. things. Like I don't know if 10 years ago I would have eaten butternut squash mac and cheese. I think I would have been like, oh, that sounds gross. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like there are certain things that even, I don't know, six, seven, eight years ago before I was like even really fully vegetarian, I don't think I would have considered. So I eat so much different now. Like my, the way that I crave food is so different now. And I, it, it has helped me a lot, even in my routine. I'm a very routine-based person. And in the morning, I get up, I make a smoothie, I make my breakfast, I make my lunch for the day. And part of that comes from necessity. Like, I have to make my lunch for the day because options are so limited. Right. And so I like that. I like that I have this routine that is at least in part based off of my dietary choices or what have you. So I feel like it's affected me in so many other ways that would be very, very different if I weren't vegan. And I'm glad they are the way that they are, if that makes sense. Exactly. You know, like working somewhere now that has, you know, the produce that we can um, purchase and stuff. And I go downstairs and I'm like, oh, that fruit looks amazing. You know, like I have just a totally different reaction. I've always yeah. loved fruit and I've always loved vegetables, but it's an entirely different mindset of being like, oh, that looks like how green that kale is, you know, like I get way more excited about things, things that are good for me than I would have before. I always enjoyed them, but now I'm like, Ooh, and I totally before butternut mac and cheese, I probably would have eaten it, but I would have been like, man, I wish this had 20 kinds of cheese in it too. (laughs) So yeah, it's just fun. Puts things in perspective. Yeah, keeps things it does. Interesting. And it's always exciting. It, it becomes a part of like everything. You know, when you travel, you're like, oh, how many vegan places can I find? You know, oh, I have to go here. 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 It like is this whole new like entity in my life, if you will. Yep. <sighs> Man. And it's really cool. Just overall in conclusion, because it's fucking yes. cool. That's what keeps us vegan. All of the cool things that we've said. Just being cool. I like being cool. Yeah. Me too. I mean, I'm already very very cool. cool, That's true. I forgot to tell you that, um, speaking of you being cool, um, Casey was watching the Facebook Live and she said that your wallpaper is life. Oh, I know. (laughs) It is so great. It truly, truly is. I got lucky on that one. My dog is also pretty great. Just saying. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else on what keeps you vegan? I think I've personally covered all my bases so. without leading into, you know, what keeps me vegan food. And then I'm just going to hop yeah, on hop my on segue. segue and oh, my God. I saw a that. mall security guard today on a Segway. And I just was like, what is life? <laughs> like, like, what, what is what your is life that? security officer that, like, Ugh. I don't know. Anyway, get on your segue. You're much cooler segue. Yeah, I know that's true. Um, I just saw a message oh. that we got. Oh yeah. <laughs> huh. <It's happening>. Um <laughs> anyways. Um, so segue into food because we talked a little bit about what keeps us, you know, yeah. vegan is the good food. And I had what I consider to be amazing mm. Thai food um, in Watkins Glen. Thai elephants. Oh, okay. Thai elephants. Was it plural elephants? More than one? No, one elephant. Um, and it was out. Really cool because um, I went in and I asked if any of the things had fish sauce, any of the soups. And they were like, yeah, all the soups have fish sauce. Like, 
they were obviously very yeah. used to I'm vegans sure. down in that yeah. area, which doesn't surprise me. Close to farm sanctuary and everything. Um, but it was inexpensive, correctly proportioned, which I really appreciate because food waste and I'm garbage with leftovers sometimes. So um, my portions, uh, honestly, I prefer them to be small. Um, but it was just really flavorful. And I got the curry. Andy also got curry. And it was just just delicious. And little summer roll, I think it was called, with this t- peanut dipping sauce, which I ended up eating the rest of the sauce with a spoon. So I'm unashamed about my pr- preference of um, condiments on spoons versus anything else. Because I feel like condiments yeah. could be appreciated on their own. So that was just a food experience I had. Over the week weekend, which is amazing. Um, I don't know if I've ever and just thinking about it, I don't know if I've ever shouted it out, but I'm going to anyways. Oh, yeah. Wawa you definitely subs. have. We all know the Wawa sub story, okay. Danny. <laughs> okay, good. I'm gonna mention it again because on the way down to Watkins Glen, I wanted a fucking sub and I couldn't get one because mm-hmm. I didn't want Subway. I wanted Wawa. And then wow, I kind of wow, made that sound, wow, 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 because I was crying. But anyways, that's just food that's on my mind. Did you end up getting a sub or no? No, I didn't. Jeez. Because it was wawa or bust. And then I bust. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Although I've been making subs at home, to be honest, which are pretty good. Because you can do like the red pepper spread and banana peppers and olives. Yeah. And I have the shakers and stuff at home. So I can make good subs at home. Yeah. But then I have to do it. And sometimes I want someone else to do it for me. <laughs> That's it. What do you got for food? Anything food? Um, have you eaten recently? I don't. I went to Iron Roost, but that's like, you know, business as usual. I um, I don't think I. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think I've eaten anything fancy. No. That happens. Yeah. I um I went and got before I went to Bridget's tonight, I went and got a Beyond Burger at Whole Foods because I was craving one after our conversation about Beyond Burgers. Mm-hmm. Um and that was really delicious. And I actually I thought I was thinking about it before when you're talking about Paisans. Have you ever had the vegan pizza at Whole Foods? Like the one that you can get at the bar? Um I've gotten one that's like just roasted garlic on there. And I got one that had a whole bunch of different peppers and vegetables and stuff. Cause I went to, um, but- after I ordered my beyond burger, I was standing there waiting for it. And I looked and like the pizzas that they had that you can get by the slice, there was a vegan cheese pizza. And I almost was like, cancel the burger. I'm going to get that. But like, she'd already started it. And my anxiety was like, no, 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 just eat the burger. It's fine. (laughs) But um, I was trying to read the ingredients and try to figure out what kind of cheese was on it. Because at first I was confused because the sign said vegan cheese pizza, but the pizza didn't look vegan. And then I looked a little closer and I was like, oh yeah, no, that cheese is still kind of like, yeah, no, that is vegan. And I was trying to read the ingredients to figure out what cheese it is, but it just had like individual ingredients. It didn't say like if it was a certain brand or anything like that. So I was just curious. I was going to get it, but mm. then I was like, nah, don't get crazy. But yeah, they had mm. a vegan cheese pizza. I could go for pizza now. Kind of feel like I need a snack. I mean, I only had dinner an hour and a half ago. Um, I also just want to say like this really cool thing that um, so Mike went to the grocery store really quickly. And one of the things we needed was milk. And he just sent me a picture of the um, like the milk aisle at Hannaford. And asked which one because there are so fucking many. <laughs> There's so many yeah. non-dairy milk options that he has to ask me which one. And that's so cool. I remember like not even a few years ago when it was literally like almond breeze and silk and so delicious. And you were lucky if you got all three, you know, like now there's so many fucking options. It's so crazy. Ugh. Yeah. It's a nice problem to have until they run out of your favorite I one. Know. I know. Well, Oatly, they don't have it at Hannaford, which is, I think, why he's asking me which one, because they don't have Oatly. Yeah. I'm totally a brat when I can't get yeah. my Oatly, too, because I'm like, fine, I'll just fucking drink this crap, yeah, even, even though it's yeah, good. Yeah, even he prefers Oatly. But. I told him to either go to Target or um, ShopRite, 
but apparently that's not where we went because Oatly is not in this picture. But they have Ripple at Hannaford, and I like Ripple too, so that's fine. Can't frown upon yeah. Ripple. Love me some Ripple. <sighs> well, well, I guess, guess that's okay. it for yeah, me. Yeah, I guess what is it? Maybe I'll go have a nighttime snack. Yeah, maybe you should. Although it's basically, oh, it's bedtime. Yeah, 9.20. It's late. It is late, you're right. I was 100% in bed at like, at this time last night. Yeah. I'm exhausted. It's all that keeping up being vegan really just sucks it out of you. And, you know, the lack of protein and iron and things like that. I know. Kidding. Keating, guys. That's the joke. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess, uh. The next time everyone will be hearing from us, it'll be live. Ah! I, that's going to be Good. so wild. That's, yeah, because those long, awkward pauses can't happen. <laughs> I mean, maybe they can, though, because people <laughs> will be able to see our faces and they'll know like that we're funny. You know? Looking? Well, funny sometimes looking? sometimes when we long, awkward pause, it's because we're like looking at each other, you know? Yeah. Lovingly. That's true. We had to take a moment to pause and look into yeah. each other's eyes. I get that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, don't forget Sunday, 2 p.m. Just come see us or come on Saturday and bring us food. Because I don't want to have to get up and yeah. get my just own come food. Just hang out with us. I just want to like talk to people and I want to meet people and I just want to hang out. Yeah. We want to yes. hold court, which is true. That's yeah, we what are. we're doing. It's not good times. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know how to. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.